Hello, and welcome to Pop Culture Hangfire with Christian and Gabriel. The podcast where Gabe and I uh, learn and have fun talking about pop culture, but then sometimes give you a preview of what the next season is going to be. All right, Gabe. We have officially completed uh, 1980 to, 19, to 2002. We know everyone that was born and everyone that died. Literally. Literally. And I wanted to use this episode to workshop what season three can be. Now, I've already got an idea, which is, and I've talked about it, which is the franchises, right? Let's talk about movie franchises. And I think we defined it that it should be at least five movies in the franchise or spin-offs that lead, you know, TV shows, movies, even cartoons. That's a TV show technically. <laughs> or uh, or yeah, or like your Hobbs and Shaw, you know, away from the Fast yeah. and Furious. Like it has to do, there have to be at least 5, okay? And then the idea would be uh to break down the the franchise, right? How it did and everything like that. Now, fun fact, we were going to do a uh pilot one here and we chose the the franchise for the movie sniper i think we both thought oh that's a good idea like that was a that was a, a good first movie and i think we maybe both think we've seen more than one i don't think i've seen more than one. Oh, you just chose it just because of the first one i liked the first one and i you know it is possible i saw a second one but i absolutely did not know that there was as many as there are here's the problem though after the first one they're all video on demand yeah. So none of them actually went to the theater after the first one. Nope. So I don't think we can use that because then we can't compare like budgets and gross yeah. and notable actors because video on the yeah, video on the man does not have a lot of notable actors. <laughs> so Although I think we're gonna run into that on more than one of these things probably at some point in them. At some point. At some point. They're gonna they run into the ground kind of fairly quickly probably more often than not <laughs> like everyone knows the big ones but if you start looking at enough franchises i'm sure a ton of them nosedive so so i thought i thought okay let, in order for us to actually do like a full-on let's see what happens let's do one that we recently talked about it's technically not a franchise because i think it i think there's only three and i maybe one tv show i'm not 100 percent, but this is what the process would be right we'd pick it We'd go into it. Now, Wikipedia does most of the work for us because they have like the movie and then the movie franchise and then they, they yep. do it all for you. So I want to try doing this, right? So the categories I have that I would like to look at are the years that the movie's been active, right? The number of movies, any spinoffs, and then the synopsis of each film, right? So, with, so we can follow what they were thinking as they were making the movies in chronological order and where they lost their shit or where they were like, oh, wow, at this point, we're just doing the same thing over and over. Yeah. Um, and then any notable actors, right? Because you will have them. Uh, a production budget, a gross, total gross, and then maybe any fun facts that we might know. Like, for example, the first sniper film made 19 million. Fun fact, all sequels are VOD. <laughs> but the one I want to do is Blade, the Blade trilogy so far, right? 
because this one tech this one actually is is surprisingly again a surprising amount of information like actually it's funny as i was doing the research there was a quote from ryan reynolds who's like who said basically uh yeah i was uh, you know i worked with the wesley snipes in in blade he said but i don't think i ever talked to wesley snipes i think i only ever met blade <laughs> because yeah because like you said he stayed in character the entire time he was not he was uh he was very uh, different difficult to work with okay so let's start with what i said right um years active so the movie the first blade came out in 1998 blade 2 came out in 2002 and blade trinity came out in 2004 so two to four years apart not bad then you have your total budget for all three films 164 million uh box office of 417 million so not bad for three flicks uh, notable actors or people, Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro uh, directed the second one, which I was not aware of. Uh, so I thought that was that was a, I was like, oh wow, that's a that's a name now. I, I don't I know. I mean, if, it kind of it kind of fits, I suppose. Stylistically, maybe. maybe it seems like the shit he'd be involved in. That's true. Um, and then that the the writer uh, Samuel Goyer, David S. Goyer. He wrote screenplays for a lot of superhero films and a lot of uh, video games. So this guy is responsible for like Call of Duty Black Ops, Black Ops 2, Black Ops Cold War. He did uh, scripts for uh, Nick Fury, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. He did the Dark Knight Trilogy, Man of Steel, Batman vs. Superman. Um, you know, dude is, uh, is, uh, is got himself uh, quite a bit of a... Uh, of a superhero background and then obviously when you talk about notable actors you're talking about wesley snipes you are talking about uh steven dorf then you and then obviously part three you have jessica beale and ryan reynolds and parker posey triple h the wrestler if anybody's familiar and norman reedus was in part two by the way just true just a little 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 thing there the most successful He's knockoff whistler. Oh, is he? He's yeah. He's he's the the tech guy, but he's he's a uh, uh, he's a, he turns out to be like a vampire affiliated. So oh okay. He gets his comeuppance. Oh. He looks. How do you think he looks though? Shorter hair, but same like greasy. Uh, the hair's like the kind of the same. Oh wow. Like it's very similar. He looks. He looks mostly. I would have. I would have thought he would have looked like he did in. Um... Boondocks, Boondocks, yeah, where it was a little short. Yeah, no, he's. Yeah, I think he grew his hair out after that. And never changed. Um. So here's a here's a fun fact. The second movie actually made the most money. The first one made 131 million. The third one made 128. The second one made 155. I'm gonna say is that was, Guillermo del Toro. Uh, yep, that was exactly what I was gonna say. The only difference. That's it. Rotten Tomatoes. You have. Um, 57% on the first one, 58% on the second one, 25 on the third one. Damn, that's harsh overall. It is. The it first is. and second are pretty good. I mean, the fan the fan score is probably higher, right? Uh audience score versus uh, Well, the here they don't they only break it down by the um Well, they don't have like audience versus critic. No, no, they don't. Cuz this is all again one-stop shop with Wikipedia. Mm. 
And yeah, and then in 2006, there was uh, the Blade series, uh, one season of 13 episodes. Also, you know, on Spike Network, by the way. So let's talk about the first the first uh, film. Oh, yeah, the audience score is way higher just for the first one, for example. It's 78. Oh. 20% higher. It was, Again, look, the first one was good. I, I mean, yeah, I think... look, I like them all. I just, I you know, I never went back or anything. Except for three. I saw three way too many times. So... The story of part one, right? Blade grows up to become a vampire hunter, swearing vengeance on the creatures that killed his mother. He teams up with a man called Whistler, a retired veteran vampire hunter and weapons expert. Meanwhile, in the urban underworld, a feud is is started between pure blood vampires and those who have been human, but were turned. Blade becomes aware of this and investigates further, uncovering a plot to raise the blood god La Magra, Something he must stop at all costs. Okay? So we're going to assume he stopped it. La Magra did not come. Blade 2. A rare mutation has occurred within the vampire community. Reapers are vampires so consumed with insatiable bloodlust that they prey on vampires as well as humans, transforming victims who are unlucky enough to survive into reapers themselves. Now... Their quickly expanding population threatens the existence of vampires, and soon there won't be enough humans in the world to satisfy their bloodlust. Blade, Whistler, and an arm and an armory expert named Scud, oh, Norman Reedus, are curiously summoned by the Shadow Council. The Council reluctantly admits that they are in a dire situation; and they require Blade's assistance. Blade then tenuously enters into an alliance with the Blood Pack an elite team of vampires who were trained in all modes of combat to defeat Blade. They'll use their skills instead to help wipe out the Reaper threat. Blade's team and the Blood Pack are the only line of defense which can prevent the Reaper population from wiping out the vampire and human population. That's an interesting concept, right? Because you have, like, you have the, the halves, right? You have, the, like they said, the purebloods and the halves, right? Like the Blades, right? Who have vampire blood and human blood and then these fuckers come along well they're not quite like blade because blade was born with it Blade's, right? bl- well no no blade's special i can't remember the exact but he can walk in the daylight the turned vampires are basically just it's a distinction on paper oh it's really like so, their their powers and their abilities are all the same they're just not pure pure blood so like it's 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 classism ah okay but they only but they only feed on vampires, right? I mean, only feed on humans. Yeah, no, all of them. Yeah, all the vampires okay. only human so the, blood. You know, the they, Reap- they run the blood banks. The Reapers the, are. The, that's different. That's yeah. interesting though, because you don't see a, you don't see a difference, right? Like I'm sucking blood. I don't care whose blood it is. Well, I mean, yeah, they're just I guess insatiable, but they look very, they they're very distinct in the movie because their faces do that whole weird split completely open yeah thing. i'm gonna say this is the one that i saw the least it's oh. you can tell the gear del toro's in there ah, like once okay. you know like you're like there it is okay. face is coming completely open to like eat stuff all right uh okay i, I yeah, remember they, don't, they, they it, don't just casually walk up and bite a neck they just <laughs> <laughs> and they have like they have white skin right like like they had yeah they look real real pale yeah yeah okay like, i do remember you know. this now yeah the the bad guy in part two was let's see here ron perlman is in that one yeah he's one of the uh blood pack 
Uh, oh, so he's one of the fighters. He's one of the elite vampires, yeah. Ah, okay. So I guess Luke Goss must be the bad guy. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, and then we get to Blade Trinity. In the final installment of the series, the vampires succeed in framing Blade for the killing of a human who was, in fact, a familiar being used as bait. Blade, now in the public's eye and wanted by the FBI, is forced to join forces with the Night Stalkers, a human clan of vampire hunters. Blade, Hannibal King, and Abigail Whistler go after Danica Talos, who has succeeded in locating the resurrection and resurrecting Drake, also known as Dracula, the first vampire and by far the most powerful. In order to stop him, Blade has to release a virus that will wipe out all vampires, but being a damper, damper? He must face the possibility of also dying as a result. Nothing like ending the movie as a martyr. Um, there's two canceled projects that we can mention. Um, in 2008, they confirmed there was a Blade prequel trilogy where Stephen Dorff was going to return. But uh, in 2012, the film rights to Blade reverted back to Marvel Studios and they were like, nah, bro. And in 2016... Uh, Kate Bickensell stated that there was going to be a crossover film between the Underworld franchise and the Blade movie. Oh, that's crazy. That would have been nuts. But also declined because Marvel Studios had plans to introduce the character into the cinematic um, universe. So, there you go. That would have been wild to do a crossover. Yeah. And then the new Blade movie will be coming out uh, in 2024. About a year from now, actually, September 2024. And that one has um I I wanna I wanna be able to say the man's name correctly. I know. Because he's a very good actor. He's a very good actor. Maher Salah Ali. You wanna say his name? If that's how you say it. Now he's a he's a fantastic actor, dude. Such a such a great, great actor. Uh and if you look at him. He does look bladeish already. He definitely does. Something about the face. Yeah, yeah. Um, Mahershala, Mahershala, is what the internet says. Oh, okay. Mahershala Ali. Yeah, he was. I'm gonna mess that up again. He was in a a really great movie called um, The Green Book with um, with uh, Viggo Mortensen. He was in a lead-up Battle Angel, which I did end up watching. He was in the Hunger Game, the games, the last one. And uh, I believe he did the voice in the Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. And then I saw him in a, in a really uh, funny HBO show called Rami, uh, where he plays the dad, uh, the Muslim dad of a, of, of, a, of a girl. And he ends up... Anyway, he's a really, really great actor. And again, he already has the... The look. So I think I think he's going to be very good in that role. Mahershala Ali. So, yeah. So I, I think the only thing that I can really place him that I, I saw him in was Luke Cage. He was in the TV show. OK, I remember he was the um, season one. He was the, the gangster, the lo- drug lord. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. No, but yeah, so that that would be the the idea of season three, right? If a movie's got like this one, for example, has three films, so you know we'd be done in twenty minutes. 
But because we're not doing anything under five, most likely 30 to 40 minutes. And if it's got like 10 or more, it's a two-parter, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Plain and simple. But yeah, that, that's that's basically the idea. I think that um, I think that that's a good way to continue. I think I'm pretty sure we can find 20 or 30 franchises in history that that um, we can talk about. And um, it'd be, you know, it'd be a, a, a change to what we did before. Right. We can't we can't let our fans uh, get bored of, of our of our um, of our format. You got to switch it up. Got to got to keep them separated. Uh, I'm so funny. I know. Okay, so Gabe, any any production notes on your end? Anything anything we can do differently? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, if we do it this way, and I just like, I mean, just kind of like I was doing there, where I'll look up some of the the other minutia as it comes to me. Like I was curious about the audience score. Like I won't necessarily care every time. Like if the score makes sense, it makes sense. But I wanted to know, for example, I'll just do that on the fly. I think that's good. Well, again, keep them guessing. Yeah, but Gabe, I I kind of would want you to do them sometimes, like every other time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. From a production <laughs> side, I think it's good, right? No, I get what you're saying. I'm just saying I can't I can't think of anything else to plan out. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, because I mean the the filler is our personalities, right? It's what people come for. The stuff that's that spontaneously happens. Yeah, yeah. That's the real content. The real content is the friends you made along the way. Yeah, the real content is that minute to minute and a half Instagram post. That's all I do it for. If I can find that. Just just trying to get Instagram posts. I'm telling you, I have very rarely, Gabe, not had to battle with how many of the great, amazing, and funny things we say on which one's going to make the cut. Just going to put it out there. That's fair. Yeah. All right, Gabe, with the time we have left, uh, what about something old, something new? What do you got going on? What have you had going on? Uh, I mean, the, the the only highlights or, or real ha- happenings have been music. Going to see music. Tell about me. Tell us so more. In the past month, uh, went to California twice. Once for Metallica, and then once for Ghost, which both outstanding, very different experiences. A stadium show with like seventy eight thousand people, Jesus. and the forum I think holds like eighteen. Maybe, you know, I really 18, thought 000. I really thought Metallica could do seventy eight. That's weird. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, very, uh, very different sound uh, between those two as well. I mean, stadiums are never going to sound great. It's sort of just how, there's no other way to play for that many people. There's not much you could do. SoFi was better sounding than Allegiant. Sorry, Las Vegas. But yeah, it's. Uh, that's been that's been the big the big of happening. Someone asked me, uh, I went and got my blood drawn, and the tech was making an idle conversation. And she was like, "No, you got anything going on this weekend? Weekend plans?" <laughs> and I was just like, "Dog, I- I'm gonna fucking do nothing if I can help it." I was like, "I don't regret all the travel, you know, the back and forth, the driving, and all this stuff because it was great. But like, I'm looking forward to a weekend where I'm just gonna, I'm not gonna do. <laughs> There's no plan." And yet, another lost opportunity where Gabe could say, "Well." I'm going to take it easy. I'm just going to record my podcast with my buddy. Uh, name of it is <laughs> at Good to Meet You. Missed Here's opportunity. our business card. Missed opportunity. <laughs> Thank God. Uh, my social okay. anxiety can't, can't do that. <laughs> uh, okay. 
Any uh, anything on TV or uh, theaters that you've uh, caught up on? No, no, I've definitely not not been doing anything. I haven't been watching. Now you have been doing something in front of a screen, though, right? Uh, like Baldur's Gate. Is that what we're? I mean, that's what it's we did. To. We did beat Baldur's Gate. And and it came out how long ago? Uh it came out the, the like two weeks into so like a month ago. A month ago. Okay, that's not bad. All right, look at you, Gabe. You uh you again very shy about uh, expressing and sharing. I get it. I get it. I'm not. So uh, <laughs> Oh, you know what show I've been watching? I just finished actually, and it's very good. I, I was very surprised. Um uh the after party a comedy show um and let me do the due diligence of looking it up here but i know it's tiffany haddish um and um, she's funny she's very funny and um uh she plays a detective and you have sam richardson which i think everybody's familiar with because i remember i first saw him on the show veep but like Okay, so yeah, he was on Veep. He did a episode of Drunk History. He did uh, two episodes of The New Girl, which was very funny. He was... What was another big one? He was on Ted Lasso. Oh, right! On Ted Lasso, he was the guy who was going to start the um, Nigerian League or something. He was very good in that, actually. I forgot about him. It's funny. Um, but yeah, so he's in it. And then, um, and then like season one, a variety of people like Ben Schwartz was in, in, in season one. Um, Ilana Glazer was in season one. Dave Franco was in season one. In season two, you had John Cho. You had Ken Young, Jake, uh, Jake, uh, Jake Whitehall, which I've seen his stand up and I've seen his reality show. He actually plays a character in this where he doesn't sound like, you know, like, like, what i thought he was so i'm like oh wow he's actually acting that was surprising <laughs> he's not just vin dieseling his way through every role no no surprisingly he's not um but no a very funny show honestly very funny show and luckily i was able to binge it right when season two was ending so both seasons were available i oh you know what i did do gabe uh, and i don't know if i mentioned that before i've gone back to quite a few old films i rewatched operation condor and uh, okay. Armor of God. All right. Operation Condor is a really, really good film. Armor of God, it it didn't quite have what, what uh, Operation Condor had. Now, I didn't remember these two films being... I mean, I just remember them being as, as Jackie Chan uh, vehicles, you know? Um, Gabe, do you have something for a Jackie Chan vehicle? Oh, I mean, all I can think of when you say Jackie Chan vehicle is that one stunt where he's getting like dragged behind the, like the police car or whatever. Oh, no, no, I meant like you know how like on the last episode you had a vanilla ice vehicle and you were like ice mobile. You know, I was hoping you could come up with something, Gabe. Come on, I'm trying to set you up for stuff here. Um, but yeah, no. So I always remember them as being Jackie Chan films, but actually, upon rewatching them, I was like, oh, this was actually like a, a character he had created. Yeah, it's um. So it's it's a little bit of like James Bond, a little bit of like a treasure hunter, you know, like Indiana Jonesy, um, and then and then like a you know like an action uh, martial arts fight sequences. So, uh, but yeah, so Armor of God, he's he 
you get a little bit of that, but you're missing a little bit of the personality. Uh, Operation Condor, just perfect. Like what they were trying, what they were intending to do, they nailed it. it it's such a, it's such a great, great film, dude. Like I, I was very surprised how much I enjoyed watching it again. Um, and then I found out, by the way, that there's a part three that came out in 2016 where he reprises his role. I think I we that came up somewhere too that I saw and I was like oh shit I haven't I haven't seen I never saw three I saw the first two, although I'm I think I'm kind of behind on Jackie Chan, modern, films. I well I think he, like I tried watching First Strike I think it's called. Yeah. Oh boy. Not good. No man. No good I, at all. I think like uh, I think the last the most recent Jackie Chan movie I saw was Tuxedo. Do you remember that one? I do. Yeah, uh, he wears a tuxedo. That's a super spy it's, tuxedo, right? It, it it it's what makes yeah. him fight. It's yeah. the suit. Like he's just a normal guy. The suit's like a super suit. I think the most the most recent one I've seen was a really good one, dude. The Foreigner, I think it was called. Um. Oh yeah. Where his daughter gets killed, and and he goes after the guy mm-hmm. that's responsible for it. Really good film, dude. Like where he plays, he, like they age him up, like they make him look his age. To, to fight, uh, you know, like, t- so he looks like, like, uh, the dad of a man, uh, the dad of a daughter. Um, that was really good. That was 2017. Yeah, that was very good. I really enjoyed that one. Um, and then I watched, um, went and rewatched the first, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. Holds up. Still fantastic film. So, so good. Rewatched, uh, the Speed Racer film. I don't know if you remember that one. The Wachowski sisters now uh, did the Speed Racer one. You know, it's it wasn't bad. It actually wasn't bad. Look, it's 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 it is ninety nine percent special effects. Okay, that I, I don't think anything in that movie was real. Uh, but the 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 driving sequences were so out of this world. The roles and the cast were really good. And and again, you got what you thought you were going to get, I think. I remember watching it a long time ago and not liking it, rewatching it. I was like, I actually this is good. I don't mind this at all. It's very huh. good. I um I watched Dungeons and Dragons. Mm. That was fun. That was a really fun film. You were right. I actually, I kind of want to go back and watch it again, having only seen it the one time in theaters. I keep thinking, like, I should watch that again just because it's funny. It was very funny and very well done. Like, I, I, uh, I, I have no notes for that movie, dude. Yeah. Um. Very good. It was. It was a Jonathan, lot of fun. He'd really appreciate this. He was here. <laughs> <laughs> My. My fun, the, the funniest thing that I found that was very clever, funny, clever, not funny, like, haha, was the um, Michelle Rodriguez's character being into short dudes. Yeah. <laughs> that was, and then Bradley Cooper do, doing oh, his the little... Bradley Cooper, the uncredited cameo or whatever. So good. <laughs> that was so unexpected. That was so yeah. good. Uh, yeah, no, that was the a paladin. Just the paladin being just like a complete, like, one note character. Hilarious, too. Just yeah. the classic, like, the 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 scene with them rocking over the rock too, that was um, that wasn't scripted, like the like the scene was there, but like so you remember when the paladin leaves, he just walks and they're like, what's he gonna is he gonna walk over that rock? Like Chris oh Pine's yeah yeah talking. yeah yeah 
he's gonna walk over. Oh, he's gonna go straight over. Uh, yeah, of course he does. <laughs> that was like not scripted because like they didn't say cut and like the guy Baptiste or whoever the whatever the actor that's playing the paladin, uh-huh. he was like he was waiting for him to say cut and they weren't saying it. So he was like, I guess I have to go. Like I don't know what I'm supposed to do. So he just went right over it. And Chris Pine was just ad libbing his lines at that point. He was just talking. He was just saying like, oh, what's he gonna do? Of course. That's, he's gonna even move for the rock. No, he's not gonna move. That's fucking funny. So, and know. it was so good they kept it in. That's even funnier because that was funny. <laughs> I, I yeah. no, I'm telling you, I really, really enjoyed that film. That was a lot of that fun. Was good. Um, and I guess a lot of that too is like there's some deep cuts of D and D lore. I'm not as versed, but like the fat dragon is totally legitimately a thing. Really? Like that's not even like a like just a spoof for the movie. Like that's a char- that's like that's a canon character from D and D. That's from something. Really? Yeah. That's <laughs> a fat dragon. That's even funnier, dude. Yeah. That's very funny. Um, I think I told you I finally watched Guardians of Galaxy 3, or did I tell you? I don't know if you mentioned that. Okay, watch that. Um, okay. That was fun. That was a really good way to end that series. I think it was it was perfect. Although they do... They do set you up for for a Star Lord solo film, which I don't know if that's still going to be a thing. Yeah, the uh, they really tug on the old heartstrings, you know. Yeah, they do pull the, a classic oh. Disney trick of like just be like, oh, you want to you want to cry? Let's fuck with animals. Yeah. Don't care about people, huh? Kill people all day. All right. <laughs> all right, Gabe. What if <laughs> I what if I hurt this animal? Then what? <laughs> and the audience is is now angry. Um, I watched, uh, I watched the Mario Bros movie, but I think I told you about that one, right? Yeah. Yeah. We talked about that. We did. Still looking forward to Mutant Mayhem. I'm going to start watching Across the Spider-Verse tonight. Very Mm. excited for that one. That is a good one. But that is a, like a two and a half hour flick, right? It's pretty long. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. I I, like, oh, and I started watching, um, I was going to start watching Osoka. But I have not started that yet. But the internet was the, the, I had a clickbait article that got me, dude, which was the problem with I think they said the problem with Andor and Osoka that Disney makes. And I was like, uh oh, so I click on it. And basically they said the problem with those two is that when you start watching them, they expect you to have seen the things that led up to this. So, That's not a problem for me. Exactly. So they were like, <laughs> so they were like, if you haven't seen Rebels, all these characters will seem very new, and there's a ton of them. But if you've seen Rebels, you know who these characters are. I don't know what the solution to that is. Is the thing I'm thinking like as a criticism? I'm like, okay, what are they supposed to do though? Because there's so much history to draw on. Are they are they continuously at some point supposed to just come up with new things so that every it's always a point and inroad for a new fan, or should they in fact leverage? Well, I I don't have an answer, obviously, and I don't mind. Yeah. Like I don't mind like you. Look, I I put in the work and watched all of the Clone Wars. I yeah, did, that's the payoff. I did all of the Bad Batch. I just started Rebels, so I'm like seven episodes into Rebels. So no, I, so I'm gonna wait for until Rebels is uh, until I'm I'm done with Rebels to do Ahsoka, and I mean it'll probably pay off for me because I don't I can binge her because I'm gonna watch it regardless. Like I think yeah, I think first and foremost. I'm watching it because of Rosario Dawson. I think she's an, an incredible actress. Uh, and also just a, a beautiful, beautiful woman. But incredible actress first because I still remember her from Sin City. I still remember her from the movie Kids. 
I still loved her in um, Clerks 2. She played a character so good that you actually really believed it was her, like that that was her personality. You're like, oh, that's her. That 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 is her. That's the person I would love. I would fall in love with and put a baby into also. Her. <laughs> Probably not her, but she sold it so well. Uh, I think she's an amazing actress. I think she's such such a great actress that um oh yeah she was in Luke Cage speaking of Luke Cage right she was a love there interest it is. um so yeah so I would watch Osaka first because of her then because of Star Wars and then because of of uh, Clone Wars because you saw her go from a Padawan to like having her conflict with the, with the Jedi's right of like the right and wrong. And she walked away based on her morals. I thought her, I thought her story arc was phenomenal. Oh, yeah, it was great. She show kind of in that in that yeah, series. Like I don't know was, what the intention was going in because clearly to start it wasn't that character had the most growth. But like I guess she was also in that series, kind of the vehicle for the audience, right? Because like we know where Obi Wan and Anakin are going to end up. Like we have oh, we bookended true. them, and so she's the only thing that's really a total variable. You know, even the clones, you kind of know what's coming. <laughs> They're gonna gray out. Okay? They're gonna age out. So yeah, space, the the Star Wars space VA is probably gonna deny all their claims. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean it's not a, a growth accelerated related? Injury? What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I I, uh, I I I was gonna watch the Sakai anyway, but like I'm like oh, I can wait a little bit. But again, it's same same reason why I watch Andor. Andor I watched because Rogue One was so good and because of the actor. Um, Diego Luna. Yeah. Well, also, like, wasn't wasn't Andor the one that got like the most praise for just being good on its own merits, just being a good show? But I think they, like the, from what I saw, yes. But I think they also said like you you needed to have watched Rogue One. But then I'm like, you wouldn't be watching Andor if you didn't watch Rogue One. Yeah, like, why'd you, that's, <laughs> that's literally one of the best Star Wars movies ever made. <laughs> Again, subjective. It was a really fun one. I like that one. I I yeah no to this day I think like I mean. Look, the first three, right? Which is the second three. I mean, obviously they're going to always hold it their own, but I think that the stuff they they've done, uh, the stories of Star Wars. I think Visions. I think Visions is one of the best. Like side. It's just sp- fun. Let's just. Sp- yeah, I think those are phenomenal. Uh, again, Andor, uh, uh, Rogue One. I think is 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 just a great film. Like reg- look, and I'm t- and I think when we talked about it. Probably two years ago at this point, we were like, I was like, no, this is like a World War II, like, you know, like war movie. It's so, so good. And and again, I, I'm partial, obviously, like to the acting. I think uh, I think Diego Luna's a, a phenomenal actor. Yeah. Um, And yeah, no, Andrew was well, also fantastic. My God, they did such a great job with that. But yeah, no. Um, but yeah, no, I've, I've been keeping busy, man. I've been keeping busy, uh, watching as much as I can. And then podcast wise, if you have, if you listen to podcasts and you, and you have the time currently revisionist history is doing a gun control six part miniseries. That is really, really good. Like interesting. Yeah. Just very educational, which I it's really amazing appreciate. that it takes them that long to say gun control is hitting your target. Ooh. Where were you? Where were you when I said Jackie Chan vehicle? <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that's that's a podcast that I uh, I I I I really appreciate. 
smart list. I think it's fun and funny. I think those guys, I think the best part about that is not the secret guest. It's them ribbing on each other because they've known each other so long. They just, they, they don't mind like being silly and funny and make fun of each other, which I think is hilarious. And then, uh, you know, obviously there's that pop, you know, pop culture hang fire podcast. I, I hear it's like, number. I refuse to listen. I don't even want to hear it. <sighs> I know, Gabe. I know. Oh, <laughs> uh, there he is. Just so you think he's gone. There he is. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that was a preview of uh, what season three is going to be about franchises and we're going to work on it. It's going to have new intro music because I love doing that. It's going to, um, it's going to be different yet somehow the same because obviously some of the movies we've talked about will fall under that 20 year gap, but maybe some won't remember. We don't know what happened after 2002. You know, literally no idea. Fast and Furious came out in 1999. There's at least seven movies. We have no idea what happened with them as well as as well as the entire MCU. Right. Which yeah. we haven't decided if we're going to go into or not. Um, but um, we need if we need fluff, we know where to go. <laughs> if we can't quite make the 50 episodes, well, we, uh, we can with that. <laughs> And with that, I would also like to announce season four of <laughs> the only MCU podcast. I mean, Gabe, that could keep us busy for an entire year. It could. It could. It could. Oh, I, oh you know what? What else I, I've done? I, I officially finished watching the entire uh, Batman the Animated Series. Finally finished watching it. I have some new loved episodes some throwaway episodes but you know what i also did i had time for was i started watching the new adventures of batman and robin which is the show that that basically picked up after where they left off but they changed the animation like those Mm -hmm. those cards which i I always hated i always hated going back to it i actually have changed my mind about about a couple things right one the batman outfit in that is actually very cool. So in the Batman animated series, it's a little blue and a little black, right? And a little gray. In this one, they went black and like almost like dark, uh, light brown with just the, the black, you know, uh, bat on his chest. And in this one, in, in the animated series, he would, he would get, he would get caught. Uh, like you know like surprised by something or like you know like he would do something that i'm like that batman wouldn't do that in this one he's a little more exact in his decisions so he's more in control also way more fighting like he definitely like knocks people the hell out a lot of the characters got re-envisioned like the catwoman character looks terrible um but oh the 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 mr freeze character looks terrible uh, the Scarecrow got redone in a really, really great way. Like, I really like the way they redid the the Scarecrow character. And uh, yeah, so I, I, I so I was like, you know what? I have those. I might as well start going down the going down that one. So that's next. But no, but I, I've watched uh, I've watched the entire um, series and uh, loved it. I would I would do it again. It took me a couple months, huh? If you think about it, because I was trying to do like a couple episodes a week. It turns out there's 180 episodes or something. It's a lot of them. It's a lot of them. It's a lot of them. But I, I would do again. I would definitely do again. And I and I've gotten a new love and appreciation for 
the the Batman and 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 the Bat the Batman and Robin new adventures. Uh, and mainly on the costume and the action, Batman is way way more uh, liberal with the punching. Working our way towards that Batman, who's like, "Well, I never technically killed anyone." <laughs> yeah, but I definitely directly. Yeah, there's a lot of cripples though. Yeah, no, like <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of people in handicapped parking that wouldn't have been qualified before they met. Would not, me. would not. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, thanks for listening. Look out for the next episode, number one hundred. Keep it at one hundred, Gabe. See you next week.